Welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. We're on episode 61, and I have a very important question for you. This might be the most important question I could ever ask someone, and I'm not a dramatic person. I don't like to to exaggerate or to dramatize things, and so I sincerely mean this when I say it. How can you know that you're saved? Are you actually a Christian? Are you really born again? Is God really your father? Are you going to heaven when you die? Now, you might have said yes to all of these things. Let me ask you this. How do you know? I don't say this to scare anyone. The Bible says that we can have confidence on the day of judgment, but I ask sincerely, how do you know that you know that you're saved? I want you to listen to the end because I am going to equip you to withstand the coming tests, and I'm going to equip you with the ability to answer that question I just asked with confidence. I know that's something that we all want. It's freely available to us through the Bible, and we are going to walk away from this short episode understanding who we are in Christ if you are indeed born again. I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Promise Keepers and Aligned Mortgage. Now, I'm a a partner with Promise Keepers, and we exist to build up godly men for a better tomorrow. I want to encourage you to follow what we're doing, and the best way to do that is by downloading the Promise Keepers app. On this app, you will find uh, online community, virtual events, which we have hundreds of thousands of people that come through these online events. They're very well done. They're very powerful. There's also Bible and devotional plans and teaching, some of which I have personally recorded or written. I believe Promise Keepers is one of the answers to the problem in today's view of masculinity. And so please check out that Promise Keepers app. Aligned Mortgage, listen, are you a veteran? I'm a veteran, and there's not a lot of actual resources for veterans out there. There's a lot of talk, there's a lot of suggestions, but... Aligned Mortgage is one of those companies that is putting their money where their mouth is. If you're looking for a great home loan and you need a lender that will understand your situation, listen to your story and your circumstances, then look no further than Aligned. That is who we use, and their goal at Aligned is to empower veterans to own a piece of land that we defended. I love that. Like I said, I've never been treated better Uh, from a company, and I've owned three homes. This is the best mortgage company I have ever worked with. They exist to help veterans understand how to use their VA loan. I'll finish with this. Did you know that only 15% of veterans use their VA loan? That means 85% of people that have served in the military don't use their VA loan. They don't know how. They don't even know that they have it or they qualify for it. Aligned wants to help you do that. It is a benefit to you and a thank you for your service given to us. The VA loan is incredible. One of the features is no down payment. So if you are looking for a home loan, if you're in the market, go to alignedmortgage.com or click the link in the description. Ask for Ronnie and tell him that Shane sent you. Now, guys, we're in the top 1% of all shared podcasts in 2022. Can we keep it up this year? If these messages, if this podcast speaks to you, please just send it to some friends and family. It helps us out so much. Finally, before we get back to the episode, the Overcomer School concluded 
this weekend. But you can restream each session, which is about uh, three and a half to four hours each, starting this Friday evening. Every Friday for the next four weeks at 6.30 p.m. Central, I will be streaming the sessions on YouTube free for you. So make sure you don't miss that. Go to my YouTube, subscribe, and turn on notifications. If you want to join the next school, you can submit applications now. We're accepting them for a potential January 2024 class 002. Now we're back to this. We're going to talk out of Hebrews chapter 12. If you've got your Bible, you can open it. If you're driving, if you're working out, if you're doing whatever, that's totally fine. I'm going to read it for you. We're going to be in Hebrews 12. We're going to read 1 through 11. This is such a powerful passage, and it is going to answer the question, how can you know? So if someone says, well, how do you know that you're saved? Here's how you can know, and you can have confidence, even in moments of weakness, even in times of trouble where you you feel a certain way or you just don't, whatever. This is what you fall back on because God's word never changes. Every day I open the book, this page has remained the same, and it will. Hebrews 12. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How many of you know we're in a race? We're running in a race, guys. And the writer here of Hebrews is telling us that we are to lay aside the things that ensnare us so that we can run this race well. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I want to tell you that you are the joy that was set before Jesus. That is why he endured the cross. It wasn't because the guards drug him there and nailed him to it. He chose to die because of you. That's how valuable you are to him. Now, this is where we get into not only God as our Savior, but God as our Father. Is God fathering you? Here's how you can know. Hebrews 12, verse 3 For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. This is from Proverbs 3. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. Verse 7, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them, but he for our profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. 
Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. How can you know that you're saved? How can you know that God is your Father? How can you know that you're going to heaven when you die? How can you know that you're in and you're not out? Because he fathers you. I don't know what kind of earthly dad that you had, if you even had one. I mean, someone's responsible for you being here, but I mean, was someone in your life? I can't speak to that. But I can tell you that we have a heavenly father who will not treat you like an illegitimate son or a daughter. Don't despise his chastening, his punishment. Don't despise his rebukes, his corrections. The Bible says, and this was quoting Proverbs 3, For whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Can I tell you that if you are being corrected by the Lord, it is a sure sign that he loves you. That you belong to him. I want to ask you to examine your life. Are you able to do whatever you want and never hear about it from God? I need you to be very honest with yourself right now because this could be a moment where you change everything. You see, this is the talk that I needed when I was 25 years old. And I thank God that he sovereignly encountered me and he spoke to me and said, you've never lived for me one day in your life. And I was instantly convicted of all of my sin. But I believe that we can recreate that moment right here, right now, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're grocery shopping and you've got some AirPods in, or you're driving to work, or you're commuting, or you're at the gym, or you're sitting down watching this. Is God fathering you? Can you do anything you want without correction? Can you watch shows that the world watches and you know what I'm talking about? Can you listen to all kinds of music that the world listens to and it doesn't bother you whatsoever? There's no check in your spirit. You don't feel gross. You don't feel any way. You actually maybe even enjoy it. Can you talk to people however you want? Men, can you talk down to your girlfriend or your wife? Women, can you talk bad about your man? Can you talk bad about your parents or about others? Can you gossip and it doesn't even bother you whatsoever? Can you sin and not be convicted by the voice of God, by the Holy Spirit living within you? Can you just do anything that you want and it doesn't even matter to you? You see, the Bible seems to make a case in Hebrews 12 that if you are living that way, and you are not being corrected, then there is a chance that you are not God's son or daughter. Now, I want to caveat this because maybe at one point you would have said, I'm definitely a son, I'm definitely a daughter, and you have fallen. You have fallen into some type of lifestyle that's counter to the word of God. You've backslidden into sin. And what can happen is over a prolonged period of time, you can live in this place and you can feel like you're not being corrected. 
you can feel as if you can do anything you want and it doesn't bother you. But maybe you have simply hardened yourself to the voice of God. You've shut him out so that you can do what you want. I'm willing to bet there's at least one person listening to this podcast right now out of the thousands that we get that listen to these episodes. I'm sure there's one. And you're listening, and that's you. You've hardened yourself to his voice. You've shut him down so that you can do what you want to do. And you're not even happy doing it. But you don't know how to say no to your own flesh. You don't know how to say no to the enemy. But as I'm speaking right now in Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and bring your powerful conviction now. Please, Holy Spirit, come and fall on every person listening and watching right now and magnify your light within them. God, if there is any darkness in any person's heart or mind that is listening or watching this, I pray, God, that you would illuminate it right now because you love them. And you will not let them continue to live however they want. I believe there are some of you right now that felt hardened, and in this very moment as I speak, the Lord is convicting you of areas of your life, and He is simultaneously, while convicting and rebuking, He is drawing you back to Himself. You're not too far from God. But I do want to speak to the people that would profess the Lord, but still maintain no conviction. There is a strong case in the Bible that you are an illegitimate child. Now, the Bible says that he gave us the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. And so if you find yourself away from the presence of the Lord, if you find yourself in a position where you would say, I don't know if I'm his son or his daughter anymore. Just like the story of the prodigal, you have not gone to far. What did the prodigal do? He came to himself. That is step one. He pulled his head up out of the muck and the mire, out of his lifestyle of sin and shame and guilt and condemnation. The Bible says that he came to himself. And the Bible says that he realized that he had sinned against his father and against heaven. And then he took a place of humility and said, I will go back home and maybe I could just be a servant. If you are listening to me right now and you feel like you're in the muck and in the mire and that you've made a mess of your life, Maybe you were once a worship leader. Maybe you were once a preacher. Maybe you were once serving in a church. I don't care what it is. Maybe you went to ministry school and now you are living a life apart from God. Totally grayed out. Totally in sin. Just apathetic towards God. This is your prodigal moment. I believe that my words, which are simply the word of God, expressed 
that God's word coming through my mouth into your ears right now can provoke you to the same place that the prodigal was at when he said, oh my gosh, what have I done? I'm inviting you to examine your own life. Are you willing to humble yourself and come back to the Lord? It is pride that says, I have done too much. And this is my warning to the world. There is a narrow path that leads to a narrow gate. And the Bible says that few find it. My warning to the world is the other path. Jesus called it in Matthew 7, the wide road of destruction. And he said, many are on it. Can I tell you that we are born on the wide road of destruction and it is only by the power of Jesus Christ that we can be transferred to the narrow path. It is only by grace through faith in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross alone that we can receive the free gift of salvation and be transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, which is the narrow path. And at that place, you will begin to walk this narrow path. It doesn't mean you're going to live a perfect life. What it does mean is you now have a father who is keeping you on the straight and narrow. Have you ever heard that saying before? It's the narrow way, the only road that leads to life. Are you on it? You can know that you are on it because God will father you and he will keep you like a good dad who is right behind their child riding a bicycle with no training wheels for the first time. And as they begin to drift left or right, that father will gently help them to stay up. This is what God does through chastenings and through rebukes and through disciplines and through punishments. He keeps us on the narrow path, but you have to allow it to happen. This is why Hebrews 12 in verse 11, it says that it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. You have to allow God to train you in order to produce the peaceable fruits of righteousness. My warning to the world is that the world is on the wide road of destruction and you need to make sure that you are not following. 1 Peter 4 talks of this, the people that are going with the flow, that are partying and drinking and doing all of the things that everyone else does. And it says that they will think it's strange that you're not going the same direction as them. Examine yourself right now. Are you going the same direction as the rest of the world who doesn't even know God? Let this be your prodigal moment. Come to yourself now and say, Oh my gosh, I have sinned against heaven. I've sinned against God. What have I done? Lord, I am so sorry. I'm ready to live for you. The prodigal son just said, if I could just come back as a servant, can I encourage you that we have a much better father in this story and we can have an acknowledgement of that father. Now, the prodigal son's father was amazing, but this son didn't know his father in that way. He thought he could just come back as a servant. The father wanted him back, threw him a big party, gave him a ring and a robe. That father took care of him. Can I tell you that the father that we have, we don't have to wonder what's going to happen when we come back. We can learn from this story. 
We have a heavenly Father who is ready to receive you with open arms. The Bible says that when the prodigal was coming over the horizon on the distance, the the Father ran to him. God is pursuing you. That is why I called this episode, this podcast, Pursuing Jesus, because he's always pursuing us, but we are not always pursuing him. And I want to equip you to pursue Jesus and to pursue the Father every day of your life. And so if today you hear me and you are hardened by life, you are hardened by sin and by your disobedience, and you have hushed the voice of the Lord, now is the time to repent. And this is a wonderful time. This is not a bad thing. This is a great time because God is waiting for you right now to say, Lord, I'm so sorry. I've made such a mess of things. God, I'm asking you to come. Revive me on the inside. Maybe you need to pray this. God, make me tender again. I've hardened myself through sin and through disobedience and and quieting your voice. Lord, I've been hardened by the things of life and the things that I've done and the things that I've whatever. God, please tenderize me again. Tenderize me towards sin. Tenderize me towards your voice. I want to hear you, God. I'm going to obey you when I hear you. I know that I've hushed you for so long, but I'm ready to follow you again because the life I'm living is no life at all. I want to walk on this narrow path. I'm tired of going the wrong direction. Maybe for some of you, you've never been on the narrow path. Now is the time to give Jesus Christ your whole life. Ask him to forgive you of all of your sins and thank him for dying for you on the cross and making a way for you to be right with your Father in heaven. Thank him for the blood that was shed to remove the penalty of your sin. Thank him for the body that was broken to pay the price for your sin. And then give your life to him. Ask him to be your father. Ask him to be your Lord and your Savior. Ask him to create a new heart in you. Give you a new mind. Fill you with his spirit and put you on the narrow path. And ask him to be very, very strict in your life so that you never drift away. My warning to the world is if you don't do this, it will end in death. We're seeing the effects and the fruit of sin in the world right now. It's a very nasty place. When we look at all of the things that are happening with abortion and with sex trafficking and with with the LGBTQ movement and with the rioting and with the racism and just everything that is happening, it is because of sin. The world is on the wide road of destruction, but you were never called to be. You were called to walk on the narrow path. You were called to run the race of faith with endurance, looking unto Jesus. Many of you are weary because you have taken your eyes off of him. We talked about this in another episode. Now is the time to fix your gaze back on the author and finisher of your faith. Do not run the same way as the rest of the world. If you find yourself doing so, it's time to repent. Turn back to the Lord and begin to run for him. Amen? Well, guys, listen, if this spoke to you, I'm going to ask you to please share it with someone else because if it spoke to you, it will speak to someone else. Make sure that you subscribe 
follow this podcast, turn on notifications, because tomorrow I am going to be talking about how to keep yourself from falling away from God. There are those who have fallen away, and maybe they're coming back, and there are those who will not come back. I want to equip you to never fall away from the Lord and to burn for a lifetime. Guys, we are looking for more monthly partners to help us continue in this ministry. This is what I do full-time. I make podcasts, I make content for social media, and I travel and preach, and I have a ministry school that I run. If you will help support us, we can reach more people for the gospel. We're just asking people to sign up for $1 a day or $30 a month. That's probably four or five trips to Starbucks a month. If that's you and you want to sign up, you can go to shanewinnings.com and become a monthly donor for $30 a month, or you can give any amount. That is not a requirement. You could give $1 a month. We don't care. We're thankful for every partner. And any level of giving monthly gets you access to the monthly donor Zoom, which is happening this week. I hope to see you on those. Make sure you follow us on social media. Turn on the notifications. We are being censored pretty heavily, so make sure that you turn on that bell so that you get notified when we post something new. Can't wait to get into this tomorrow about how to keep from falling away. Guys, thanks for watching and listening, and we will see you tomorrow.